Yeah. Huh. Okay, I'm coming. Oh shit. Uh, your horror pack has arrived. <laughs> yeah. Th thanks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kill the Cast and Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast present the Horror Pack Podcast. That was a mouthful to get through, but we have gotten through it. My name is Jerry, and I am joined by my co-host, Carly, from Netflix and Chill. How are you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I I'm doing good. Just got off work, ready to uh, knock this first one out. I'm pretty excited. Me too. Me too. So, as we did, what got you into Horror Pack, and why do you do Horror Pack? Um, well, uh, JP told me about it, like, about a year ago, I think, and I was just kind of like, oh, that's cool, that's cool, and he said it was for DVDs at the time, um, I'm not sure if that's how it was originally, if he just accidentally said it was only DVDs, but, like, and, um, I just wasn't really interested back then, but then, like, a couple months ago, he told me about it again and said, like, um, his podcast gets, like, kind of, I don't know, you, there was, like, a code to get... A discount on it and it was doing blu-rays and stuff so i thought that's pretty cool because i wanted to upgrade my blu-ray collection i have a lot of dvds just not that many blu-rays so i decided to sign up and give it a try and i only got like two months in so far but i was pretty happy with those two months and i think it's pretty cool to get that surprise in the mail that is true. That that's one of the big reasons I'm into it is because I like getting mail and I like I like the idea of mystery boxes. But the problem I have with most mystery boxes is it's a lot of like junk you don't really care about. Like you get a, a keychain of Freddy Krueger and you're like, I'm not I'm mm -hmm. not going to put this big thing on my keys. And so it's a lot of that. So when for me, I knew what horror pack was. I just never like thought about doing it until uh, Jay from Kill the Cast. He got one, and he got Pumpkinhead two in his first box, and I was like, "Dude, Pumpkinhead two, they're like they're slinging Blu-rays like that. I'm in." So I did. Yeah, yeah. So like I jumped on for the next month, um, and I've done a few since then, and it's been really good. Like, um, I don't expect every box to be like a banger where it just knocks it out of the park, but to me, as long as like one, I'm getting Blu-rays I don't own. For the most part, literally out of my four boxes, I finally got one that I own. Um, nice. So that's that's really not that bad. And I can take that and do a giveaway or trade it to someone or sell it to someone. So it's really not that bad of a deal. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, like, there are some good titles in there. Like, Scream Factory's uh, release of Babadook was in one. And yeah, I, I enjoyed, pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed Babadook, so I was down with that. Um, and it's a good way for me to look at independent horror because I don't l watch a lot of independent horror. So it's an easy, easier way into that. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Uh, one of them came with a movie called um, Night of Something Strange. Did yes, not like yes, that Yes, I movie. got that one. Yeah, did not like that movie. Hated See, it. See, I actually, I actually did kind of like it. I didn't expect it to be comedic i thought it was going to be a straight up horror movie so the comedy kind of caught me off guard at first but once i realized what it was like i kind of 
just went with it. It was it definitely had that like independent, like low budgety feel to it, but I did not mind it too much. And like you said, that's what I like about the horror pack is you get these movies that you would never in a million years think about picking up. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And for me it was I don't like gross out humor. So yeah. that's that's why I could not get into it. But that box also had the movie Scarehouse in it. And I mm-hmm. fucking loved Scarehouse. I agree. I loved that one too. And I didn't, to me, like just the title Scarehouse and like the cover seemed like it would be generic, but it was pleasantly surprising. Yes, that's one of the big ones for me because you're right. It did look completely generic. And then you watch it and you're like, no, this is really good. It looks like it has double the budget of what it actually had. I mm-hmm, mean, that's a, exactly. Yeah, that's a fantastic looking movie. So. That's how we both got into Horror Pack, and we decided to do this because if you're getting Horror Pack, a lot of people get it so they can do YouTube videos, because it is fun to do a YouTube video on it. I tend to do Facebook Live videos instead of YouTube videos here recently on them, just because it's a bit more interactive. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to start it, and when looking for someone else who was getting it and wanted to do it, I watched Carly's YouTube videos on her opening horror pack. So she was my first person. I was like, yo, come do this with me. Yes. Yeah. And she said, yes. So look at there. I Bam, couldn't for, for a second. You like cut out and I was like, yes. So, <laughs> so <laughs> my bad. no, I didn't cut out. I just stopped talking. So with that being said, we are going to go over the September horror pack. Now, Carly, Please explain to the people why you don't have this pack. Well, um, it's a really stupid story, but basically back in July, no, I think it was June actually, my debit card expired and the new one got lost in the mail. So for the month of July, like I tried to get it back and then they, they mailed it out again and it was still lost in the mail. So basically I didn't have my debit card for like a month and a half. And then I finally got it back. I thought everything was good. I signed up for the horror pack again, like, cause it told me I need to just like re-update my info. So I did that in the email. It was like, you're all set. And I thought, cool, cool. So I'm just sitting at home waiting casually. And you know, Jerry's like, Hey, I got my horror pack. Let me know when you get yours. And I'm like, all right, good. I'm excited. And then two more days went by and I'm just like, I feel like something's wrong here. So I went on to the website and I wasn't actually subscribed to the horror pack. I just had updated info, but they don't resubscribe you because, you know, I guess they don't know if you actually wanted to spend the money yet. So they're like, oh, we're just going to chill. So I resubscribed, though, and I shall get one for October. If not, I'm sorry, I'll kill myself. She won't kill herself because we we will eventually get this right. But October will be the first (laughs) one where we both review the limited edition that comes in the horror pack. Because that's the big thing we're going to do is we're going to review the limited edition movie that comes in the horror pack. Because that's one of the big draws. Yes. Um, One thing we're also going to do is go through all four movies. Say if we've heard about them, uh, what we think of the cover, and if this is going to be anything that we would watch or wouldn't watch. Because a lot of times you get these and sometimes you're just like... Yeah, you know what? I might not watch this movie, but I'm definitely going to watch this other one. So, with that said, I'm going to tell you what came in this month's horror pack. So, we got a movie called Zombie Night. 
very, very generic looking, super generic looking. In fact, there is no like actual uh, screenshots of the movie on this. But it has people in it that are, I guess, somewhat famous or used to be famous, like Anthony Michael Hall, who was apparently in like 16 Candles um, and some of those other movies like that. Um, I met him once. Oh, there you go. See? Um, Daryl Hannah, who I was told who she was, and now I forgot who she was. So, they're, mm. they're supposed to be a famous movie. The back of it says, As night falls in a small California town, the dead rises from their graves, mausoleums, and morgues. Now the town people must fight to survive until sunrise. So, it, it sounds like a very... Very basic, generic zombie movie. Yeah, then, definitely. Yeah, the next one up is Species, which I was surprised to get because it's more of a sci-fi movie than mm-hmm. a horror movie. But I do like Species, so I was pretty, and I don't own them, so I was pretty f- excited to get the first one. Um, this one is when a beautiful human-alien hybrid escapes from observation. Scientist Xavier Fitch. Dispatches a crew of experts to find her before she is able to fulfill her hork, horrific purpose. Hork, what? Is, that's not even a word. <laughs> oh, nice man. job, Jerry. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, her horrific purpose is to mate with unexpecting men and produce offspring that could destroy mankind. As her deadly biological clock ticks rapidly, Fitch and his team and it lists a whole bunch of actors' names, are hurled into a desert battle in which the fate of humanity itself hangs in the balance. Carly, there's an alien banging dudes to create offspring that I guess might be an army that might genetically kill people or something, but alien fucking is basically what this movie is. Ice. Yeah, the third... You've never seen it, I'm assuming? No, I don't know if I'd... I'm not sure if that would be a movie that I would really like. I'm not really into the sci-fi movies. I know that's a pretty common one, though, so I would give it a try just because a lot of people have seen it, but I'm not sure if it would interest me. Your description makes it sound pretty interesting, though, so I probably would check it out. I mean, anytime you say alien sex, that's usually interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That so, wording is just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the, the third movie we're doing uh, the, th- the third movie which is the movie we're reviewing tonight because luckily Carly owns this movie so we can fully do this movie with oh, yes. without fear we got to we did not have to wait till October and that is Hatchet 3 featuring Danielle Harris Kane Hodder um, Adam Green it also had the chick who played uh, one of the chicks in Text Chainsaw Massacre 2 Caroline Williams she played Stretch if I remember correctly. She's the best. Yeah, and I'm not going to go over the back of this one just because we're going to review it, so there's really no need to. Yeah. Um, The Horror Pack Limited Edition was Strange Events, which the front cover has a chick floating in mist in the middle of the woods. That does not happen in this movie, by the way. I don't know where that, that came from, but it did not happen. So I hate that. Yeah. Uh, what's funny is the back of it does use three screenshots from the movie. Um, and then another one that's like a screenshot where they kind of made it more into a background. 
And those are from the movie, but this is an anthology series, and it's only from the very two two stories. The first two stories, that's it. Oh, okay. Which I thought was kind of weird. So this one. Yeah. In a world where monsters, ghosts, and other dreadful creatures are a reality, nightmares can come true. And in strange events, they will. Strange events dwells into the paranormal, the bizarre, and the downright insane. No place is safe in a unique film Dread Central calls sleek, stylish, and disturbing as hell. So, now, that description would make you think that this movie is probably about a world where we acknowledge that the supernatural exist that's what i got when i read this back that i'm gonna be i'm gonna this movie is gonna take place in a world where real things happen real ghosts happen we know they happen we have proof we don't have to watch shitty youtube videos to try to figure that out it's 100 percent scientific no right right yeah that's not the case <laughs> that is absolutely not the case it also doesn't explain explain to you that this is an anthology so it's kind of like, okay, well, I, I don't know what to what to really expect here. But basically, it is a half supernatural um, anthology movie and half just dealing people who have actual mental problems, which huh. is weird. Uh, there is and there is no wraparound. This is not like VHS where there is a wraparound that doesn't make sense. There is no wraparound. It just story to story to story. It's basically short film after short film after short film. See, I don't like that that much. I prefer, like, if you're going to call it an anthology, I feel like there should be a wraparound or else it's just like a bunch of people's short films kind of mashed together. And and that's really what it is. Um, now, mm-hmm. I will say they are all very, they all look nice. None of these were where I like, this looks terrible. This is awful. This looks very nice. Um, oh, that's good. The problem I have with the no wraparound is I it doesn't explain anything to you. So you expect things to tie together. And after the third or fourth one, you kind of realize, you know what? This isn't happening. And I think there are seven of these stores, seven of these videos. And there's uh-huh. no wraparound. Now, I, at least if I had a wraparound like VHS, which I hated the wraparound there because they didn't explain anything to you. They didn't. You have... No idea what happens. Yeah. Like, and I thought the wraparound was interesting until they didn't explain it to me. So I'm kind of <laughs> glad they didn't go that route because that would just piss me off and I would be here bitching about the movie. But instead, I'm going to say it's pretty good. So the the first one is called Playback, and this one is Supernatural. And it's really interesting. It starts off with a guy watching TV on his couch. He turns on the TV and it shows like an apartment hallway on the TV. And you see a girl running fall and then a guy with a bag on his head starts stabbing her. Hmm. He then hear the guy hears a noise, turns off the TV, goes out into the hallway and you realize it's the same hallway he just saw on his TV. And then a the, that same girl shows up and gets stabbed by the man in the bag. And then it basically has a supernatural twist ending. Hmm. And it's pretty good. I, I won't spoil the ending. I'll let everyone 
check that out. Though, by the time it's come out, people may or may not have watched it. We'll see. The second one is called Vicious. It is also supernatural and has a fantastic jump scare at the end of it. Um, a girl lives in a house and I guess her roommate died or something. And now she's seeing what is like an equivalent to um, shadow people almost in her house. And it's really good. It's actually really creepy. Um, that is one that I... I super like the first two i thought off start off start off really really strong and then you get into the third one which is not scary nothing happens a girl and, and and this could either be supernatural or a girl has a mental problem girl walks up coming home from a party she's wearing a dress she's got her shoes in her hands kind of deal she turns the hall onto the hallway she lives at and she sees someone who you can tell kind of looks like her looking at her and then she kind of like goes back into the doorway but not in a normal person it almost looks like a jerk back and then the door shuts and so the girl is just kind of weirded out she keeps walking uh and then the same thing happens again and this time she kind of realizes it is her so she runs to her door, and I'm going to spoil this one because it's so stupid that no one's going to care. She runs to her door, she closes her door, she then does the same thing as those previous girls did and looks out the door to see herself turning the hallway. And then, so basically, you now have the very beginning of the skit where she shows up, you see her see her coming out of a door and then going back in and closing, and it's the same fucking thing. Huh. <laughs> like, it, I was sitting there waiting for something to happen, and nothing happened. So, yeah, that, like, I just got bored listening to that. I was like, oh, a lot of re- repetition there. Yeah, it was really bad. So okay. it was just those two beginning ones, and that, then that one, and that's, like, a movie? <sighs> no, there's, well, there's seven of them. Oh, yeah, you said, okay. The yeah. next one is not Supernatural at all, and... It has a reveal at the end that doesn't make it. It makes sense, but it doesn't make sense because they didn't do anything to allude to you that this was going to happen. And there's no like hint to the reveal. You can't go back and watch it and, and be like, oh, the reveal was right there the whole time. It's not. It's just shitty writing at the very end of it. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, and it's basically. Uh, a doctor who works at the hospital gets in a car wreck and is like burned severely and now he's at the hospital and one of the nurses is like tries to like cut off his air while he's like wrapped up in bandages and not responding she then stops calls someone named Nico and she's like you were supposed to kill him not comatose him and then the wife shows up and the wife hates her, her, the doctor who's her husband, and she's like, oh, he should have died. He's a dick. He just bangs, like, all the nurses. And then she pretty much starts insinuating that this nurse banged her husband also. And then she, the wife calls the same person that the other nurse called to say, you were supposed to put a bullet through his head. Why is he still alive? Now, this guy is not answering his phone. Um... So then the wife and the nurse kind of get into it because they kind of reveal that, yeah, she was sleeping with him. 
and then they then there's this huge reveal and it's really okay and then there's another reveal that just is not good so yeah the fifth one is called alone and it's kind of supernatural but it could honestly just be someone with a mental problem once again and this one's actually really good um a chick is alone in at in a house she explains she's on the phone with a guy and the guy's like make sure you take those pills and she's like don't worry they're not going to come back um those people wouldn't show up here and you have no idea what she's talking about then she keeps hearing noises and every time she hears a noise she thinks someone's there and there's not there until someone finally shows up but it's her naked it's it's her naked while she's like in a bathrobe like her in reality she's in a bathrobe and it definitely is someone dealing with like multiple personality disorder and uh it had a really good ending so i i liked i liked that one nice number six was called descent um and it seems like it's another one that's also just a someone who suffers a mental breakdown but it's really good basically a woman goes to her friend's apartment gets inside of her apartment um only to while walking up the stairs, see into her room and see that her friend is all bloodied on a bed. And then she sees a bald white guy walk into the room and she hides in, in the closet. Uh, the, her phone that she left down on the coffee, coffee table ends up going off. The guy goes down there, sees that someone has shown up and leaves. It skips to like three months later or something like that. She's in her office building. She goes to leave late at night gets into the elevator and the guy she saw from three months ago shows up in the elevator. He works there also. And the previous girl who died also works there. You find out the twist ending here is fantastic. It a hundred percent worked. I really, really liked it. Um, the seventh, Oh, there's eight of these. There's eight of these damn things. Jesus. Like crap. Oh no. Oh, Oh, the seventh one. Oh my god, this one is so stupid. I, the other one, there was one that was stupid. This one's stupid fine. It's called The Toothbrush. And it's about oh a guy receiving a mystery box with a toothbrush in it. And the toothbrush, he doesn't really use, but it's, that toothbrush breaks the toothbrush he does use in half. And throws it on the ground. This toothbrush <laughs> means fucking serious business, Carly. You don't, you're oh going to use this fucking toothbrush, okay? And... Well, he does. He does eventually use it for some reason. Well, he turns it on and then he and then like the toothbrush takes control of his hand or something and he tries to drown the toothbrush in in water in the sink, but it doesn't work and he ends up uh shoving the toothbrush in his mouth and then it goes to it cuts to like the next morning and he's still like brushing his teeth with blood just coming all of his mouth and a tooth falling out and then it ends. Dude, I need to watch this movie just for that. That sounds like, hilarious. <laughs> like it's so fucking just weird. And like like I was like, you know what? This is dumb, but this is dumb in the weirdest way, so I like it. Yeah, it sounds disturbing too cuz I don't like teeth things happening like that grosses me out. So it sounds like it would, I could see how it was trying to be disturbing, but when you actually describe it, it sounds like a freaking parody. Yeah, well, they I think they knew what they were doing because, like, it takes itself serious, uh-huh. but it doesn't go over the top. Mm-hmm. 
Um, nice. The last one is called Fist Pack, and this one's 100% supernatural. Uh, basically, two guys are in a car. Uh, one looks a little bit older. The other one looks bigger. Um, and basically, the bigger guy got invited to some chick's house he met on the internet. She sent him a nude photo and was like, just come walk into my house and y'all both have sex with me. And he's like, well, of course, we're going to do this. And the other guy's like, are you sure we can do this? Like, are you sure we're not going to go get murdered or something? And he's like, no, it's fine. Well, the guy can't remember the address correctly. So they go to a house, which he thinks is the right one. And then the other guy, the, the white guy, the skinnier, older guy is like, I'm not going in there without a weapon just in case. The guy hands him this little, like... I don't know how to say it. It's like a statue, like about the size of like, if you had one on your keychain, mm-hmm. and it's in the shape of a cat and it's said nice. it's called the fist pack. And with, with the fist pack, you put it in your hand, you punch someone and it's like punching like Chris Brown, <laughs> which I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. He said, make sure punch feel like Chris Brown. And I was uh... like, okay, you just seriously dated yourself, but we'll continue. Yeah. <laughs> So they pull up to this house. They flash to people in the house. And it's like a priest, a mother, a father, and a son. And they're all crying. And basically, uh, there's an evil in the house. And the guys walk in. And you know that thing in movies where everyone keeps missing each other as they walk from room to room? Yes. That's what happens with this priest and these two guys. They finally go into the the two guys finally go into a room where there is a chick who looks nothing like the chick in the pictures is tied up. The fat guy's like, let's go. And the other guy's like, no, this isn't right. How did she tie herself up? Something's not right here. And the chick starts screaming at them to untie her, but not like untie me. I need help, but more like untie me and I'll do things to you. And you can tell that there's some kind of evil going on here. The priest and the family walk in and they start like, they're like, who are y'all? But then they immediately go into like throwing holy water on her. But she ends up getting out of her ties, which I guess she couldn't do earlier. Uh, punches people and uh, the and then eventually comes after the two guys. And the skinny guy with the fist pack in his hand, like just starts beating the ever loving shit out of her. Um, just, just punching her face until her mom finally goes like, Oh my God, stop, stop. They leave, they get back into their car and then they get a text message from the girl they were supposed to go get with. And he's like, Oh, I was wrong. This wasn't the right, uh, address. (laughs) So it was, it was pretty funny. Um, I actually did like that one, but that's, Mm -hmm. that's the whole movie. For the most part, I'd actually say most of them were really good. There was only one that I absolutely just thought was dumb. And the rest were at least entertaining. So I actually got to say, guys, if you got Strange Events in your horror pack, watch it. It's pretty entertaining. I like it. Long, is this a long movie? Uh, it is 78 minutes. So Holy it is an crap. It's a little, it's like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, that's like 
really short. I was picturing, because it's like eight shorts, I'm picturing like three hour long movie anytime I hear that, but no, they must um, be pretty simple. It is simple. The shorts move move along. I think um, the only one that actually made me, where I was constantly like, something happened and keep going, was the second one, which was Vicious, about the uh, girl who basically has like a ghost in her house, shadow people in her house, but... Uh-huh. The the end jump scene scare was so good in that one that I was like, you know what? That was worth it. Nice. I need to check that out. Like, that actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, I really, really... I I, I thought it was pretty good. I um I would recommend people to watch. It's probably a one-time watch. Right. But it's... Overall, they, they're all pretty good. There's only one bad one in the whole bunch. So, with that being said... Let's get into Hatchet 3. All right. This is the one that was not directed by Adam Green, but he still wrote it. Um, it is... Didn't he, he, was like, he, he had a big part in like being there for the direction of it, I think, too. Like, yes. he basically directed it, but didn't. Like, I think it was like his buddy directing it or something like that. Yeah, he was, on, he was definitely on... Uh, set. That's the right mm-hmm. word, right? Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, right? yeah on set a lot. So for yeah. sure, he w- he was there. And we have Daniel Harris coming back from the second movie. We've got Kane Hodder coming back as Victor Crowley. And we have the Asian dude coming back from the first two movies also. Which I can never remember his name. What's his name? I think it's something really simple, but I can never it remember is, it either. It's Perry Shin. Oh. Uh. That's not that simple, but I mean, well, it's hard to remember. So yeah, yeah, this this came out in 2003. Um this was a lot of people who got horror pack were kind of split on this. Some people were like, "Yes, thank you. That's such a good movie." And other people were like, "I already have it." Mm-hmm. I was in the I already have it, but I've accepted that I'm eventually going to get movies I have, and there's a simple solution. Trade it, sell it, give it away. Exactly. And like I have it on dvd so if i would have got it on blu-ray i wouldn't have been that angry because i don't mind if i get like an upgraded version of something i already have i completely agree there so um let's get into hatchet three uh overall what do you what do you how do you feel about hatchet three um the first time I watched it, I was just like, okay, it's another Hatchet movie. And, like, I felt like I wasn't as into it as the first two. But I got to say, like, re-watching it the other night, like, I kind of feel like I might like this one the best out of all of them. But these three movies, since they all are supposed to, like, take place on the same night, it's kind of hard for me to even, like, like, to me, they're almost, like, all equally as good so I kind of like that about it. It's like just it feels like one big movie, but yeah, I like Hatchet Three. I gotta say I really liked it also, and I don't get the hate for this movie. Now, to me, this movie is is lacking in the story part of it, but it makes up for it in the the action. It it, it moves. This movie just moves. It never feels dull, even when you're mm-hmm. doing the the side bits of. Daniel Harris and Caroline Williams characters like going through this whole we got to go get the ashes of your dad because that's the only way we can stop Victor Crowley like even those are are hilarious just Daniel Harris just constantly being like you know what fuck you (laughs) 
Like, yeah, she is flipping out in this movie. It's great. Oh my god, but she says like so many good lines like uh there's like when they're in the police car and Caroline Williams character uh whose name is Amanda yeah. is like I told your father about this 2 years ago and he told me to go fuck himself. And the the police officer is just like nice family. And then Daniel Harris looks at him and says, go fuck yourself. I was rolling. (laughs) Like, it was so funny. Like, that was just like, to me, that was really, really good dialogue. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think this movie does not fully expand the story. It kind of uses Amanda as as a plot pusher, and she pushes a side plot to explain the movie. But you're really mm-hmm. there to see Victor Crowley fuck people up. Yeah, there's not, like, I mean, it's just like a slasher movie, really. There's not much to it. And I completely agree, like, it's just got, like, it's relying on that subplot with them going to get the ashes and things. But I'm okay with that because that whole part, like, it's entertaining, you know? You're not watching anyone get killed, but, like, just, like, the dialogue and the comedy moments, comedic moments are, like, great. Yeah, like... When um the uh the white dude who's like pulling all the guns out of his bag, the chick's <laughs> like, "What are you in the like the NRA would be proud?" And he's like, "I'm a member." <laughs> like <laughs> that shit made me laugh, and I was kind of sad because that whole like thing between him and her seemed like something that was going to develop and be romantic, and it was fucking not. In fact, I got to give this movie props because it killed people. I didn't think it was going to kill. Like, killing the sheriff? Like, I didn't think he was going to die. I thought he was going to be, like, forever in the movie. Killing uh, Caroline Williams' character, Amanda. Killing Daniel Harris' character. Like, fucking everybody fucking dies. Except for, I think, the Asian dude. The Asian dude never died, did he? Uh, no, he didn't. He was, at the very ending, he's, like, the last survivor flagging down the helicopter, so no. Yeah. Um, oh, did you notice that scene where the Asian guy flops down by the boat, and a guy kind of looks, kind of comes out of the boat with his throat slashed? Did you notice who that was? Um, I can't remember... I, I know what scene you're talking about, but I can't really picture who the guy is. The guy is the main character from the first movie. Oh, who okay. Got, he yeah. got his like throat slit while in a while in a boat, and they uh, brought it back for this one. What's that dude's name? Joel Moore or something? Joel Tyler Moore or something like that? Yeah. So I yeah. thought that was like really fucking cool. Um, mm-hmm. The scene. Between Sid Haig's character, Amanda, and the black police officer. The best. Had me fucking going. Like, Sid Haig just literally telling a police officer, don't try to steal anything. (laughs) Just so freaking racist the entire moment. Yeah, like, just heavily racist. And, like, the police officer putting up for, like, up with it as much as he can until he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. I'm out. Y'all are on your own. Yeah, I, there was uh, there was one line. I forget. Oh, he was when they first get to the door and like Sid Haig's just like, 
who's the man of color or something. He's like, you, you realize like, this is like 2008 we're living in now, right? Or something like that. Oh yeah. He's like, you realize that, uh, civil rights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, you're right. That was, that was really funny. And there was, and there was some, some fun, um, blood scenes too. When, when Kane, not Kane hot, when Victor Crowley, <laughs> throws um amanda's head and just hits daniel harris in the head mm-hmm. that had me laughing i do also have one kill that i thought did not look good uh the nra guy when they're ripping his arms out of him uh-huh uh-huh i it looked really fake i don't know what it was but it, i almost just felt like i could see the dude's like shoulders and arms in the ground while they ripped yeah. him off, like it looked too broad. I'm not. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. And then, the, like the guys, like I just feel like he's alive for like too long, almost. Like his whole body gets ripped apart, and he's still sitting there screaming. And I'm just like, I feel like I'd be long dead. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would have at least like if your blood passed shooting, out. Yeah, blood shooting that much, you would have passed out. Yeah. Like, come on. But- that always bothers me in movies. I'm just like, um, this person's head just got chopped off and everything else is mutilated, but they're still screaming, so. Yeah, and to be fair, though, he honestly would have got his NRA license revoked for talking all that shit and then firing a rocket launcher and missing. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, you don't even, you have to aim for center of mass and, like, like Victor Crowley didn't even move. Mm-hmm. You literally just shot his victim that he was holding there. Like, yeah, you, you deserve to die. Move. Like, I was just, like, going like that. Hey, you've seen the show Roseanne, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it just me, or did Caroline Williams, Amanda, look kind of like Jackie and also kind of sound like Jackie from Roseanne? Yeah, she does. That like, like she always remind she always had like the same hairstyles and stuff as that woman. I too. even though I knew it was Caroline Williams, I still paused the movie and looked it up just to make sure it wasn't the actress who played Jackie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Caroline Williams back in the day, like she had like long hair and bangs, and that girl who played Jackie had that hair, and then the girl who played Jackie like got her hair cut short, and then in this movie, that girl has her hair cut short too. So I always thought that was they always reminded me of each other. Yeah, how did you feel about uh, getting to see Jason versus Jason having Derek Mears versus Kane Hodder in this movie? <laughs> I actually had that written down as a note. I thought that was awesome. And I think Derek Mears, like, looked perfect for the role he was playing. He just looked like a total badass. Oh, yeah, he looked perfect. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, (laughs) yeah, and he was pretty funny when he was, like, talking with the sheriff, and he was just like, just make a small talk, sheriff. I really don't want to hear about your divorce. Yes, I love it. Like, I was like, damn, this sheriff is, like, pouring out his heart to you, thinking that you're understand because you're a leader and he's the leader and y'all are going to connect like that. And he's like, will you please shut the fuck up? Just, just please. Just zip, zip it, quiet it down, let it go. It's totally cold. Yeah, exactly. I still can't believe they killed that sheriff off. I know. They, like, it's almost a bummer seeing all these, like, main characters get killed, like, in part one, like, I felt bad that that dude gets, the main dude gets killed, his 
throat slit and all that. But like at the same time, it's cool because they're not holding back. Yeah, I actually in the first movie thought that was one of my favorite things about it was going, man, they just legit killed like the guy we've been following this whole movie. And he's he's dead mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it, it, in this movie, they're just like, when the sheriff died, I was like, all right, gloves are off the table. Anyone, anyone can get it around here. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, no one's surviving except Daniel Harris. She'll survive. But, you know, I was wrong there also. Yeah, and rewatching this movie, I forgot how it ended, and I was kind of shocked. Yeah, I'm in that same boat. I, I completely did not remember it going down like this. But I think, mm-hmm. the, I don't, and I also, I don't know what the difference between the unrated, uncut version is compared to, I guess, the theatrical one, because the big thing on this Blu-ray is that it's uncut and unrated. Oh, okay. So that's really cool. I don't know if your DVD was uncut or unrated or not. I think it's unrated. I got. I would have to check the cover, but I'm pretty sure it was an unrated copy. Yeah, so I, I don't really know what's on there. I didn't get to go through any of the special features, but it does have some decent ones. you got a crew commentary with uh, writer-producer Adam Green, director BG, BG, BJ McDonald, which I wish my name was BG, BJ McDonald. Can I, why do I keep wanting to say BG? What is BG? Uh, <laughs> cinematographer Will Barrett and makeup effects artist Robert Pendergraf. Hmm. Pendergraf. That's a weird name. There's also a cast commentary, and there's three featurettes, Hatchet 3 behind the scenes, uh, Raising Cane and Swamp Fun, plus you've got, like, uh, the trailer and the teaser are also on it. Nice, nice. So, and it's got subtitles, which is always good, because sometimes you can't hear what people are talking about, but I will say the audio was very balanced in this movie. I didn't have any issues, like, hearing what people were saying, which is always a good thing, because here recently... I don't know what it is, but I've been watching things where the audio just does not seem to be balanced, and I can't tell what people are saying, and I've been having to put on subtitles. I do that, too, a lot, it seems like, and I thought maybe, like, I got, like, a new TV last year, and I thought for some reason that was, like, the issue, but I always have trouble hearing people, too. It's like, it's like their pronunciations, too, like, blah, 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 to me. Like, I always have subtitles on. Yeah, I see, I don't like to have subtitles on because sometimes, even though I'm hearing it, I'll start reading it and I'll miss something on mm-hmm. the screen. So if I yeah, can, me too. anytime I can do something without subtitles, I will do it. But sometimes you just have to have them and, and that's the way to go. But I will gladly say Hatchet 3 did not, the Blu-ray looks great, it sounds good to so everyone who got that in their horror pack, uh, which is not Carly. Um <laughs> It, it's a Whatever. it's a really really good one. I'm I'm actually if I didn't have this movie, I would be pretty happy. Um, now, Carly, you're saying you only have the DVD? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll send you my Blu-ray because oh, I don't need you. it. I have Hatchet. I have like Hatchet one and three on DVD, and then I have Hatchet two on Blu-ray because I can never get stuff all in the same format. Like I, I always have that one thing. I actually went, I didn't have any of them, and I, and I was listening to the 22 Shots review 
Um, uh-huh. That's 22 Shots of Moods and Horror po- Horror Podcast. If you want to check them out, fantastic people. Um, I was listening to their review of Hatchet 1 through 3, and I wanted to watch the movie. So I went on, e- I went on eBay. I'm pretty sure it was eBay. Yeah, I think I got all three of them on eBay for like 20 bucks altogether. Not, not so, bad, not bad. I was pretty stoked to have it. So overall, do you have anything else you want to say about Hatchet 3? Um, uh, one thing I was going to ask, do you, like, what do you think about, like, Danielle Harris's performance in these movies? Because to me, like, I always, like, I don't mind her, but I always feel like she's kind of, like, weird. Like, I think it might be the accent or something. Like, her acting's just a little bit off. But, like, you know, I love when she's lashing out and stuff like that. I think it's funny, but sometimes it just comes off a little odd to me. Like, do you ever get that vibe or no? No, I actually do, and and I don't know how to describe it either. There always does seem to be something off about her. Even in Rob Zombie's Halloween and Halloween 2, there was mm-hmm. always something off. Um, I also feel like her head's really tiny. <laughs> so when, well, I'm, yeah. when I... Like, I think she's a gorgeous woman and everything, and that tattoo she have is, has is amazing. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, like like that scene... Like, I wasn't even, like, checking her out. I was like... Man, that tattoo looks sick. Holy I remember shit. the first time the first time I saw that movie, like that scene, like I thought that was like blood or something on her. I was so confused because I didn't realize she had that huge ass tattoo and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of her things for being in this movie was like, I want to be able to show off my tattoo. You know? <laughs> nice. So this yeah. needs to be in the script. I don't want to get nude. I don't want well, I guess she was nude. I don't want to show my titties to anyone, but I really need to show off this tattoo. So let's make this happen, guys. I don't blame her. I, if I got that, if I had that much work done on my side, I would be like using any excuse. I would be accidentally like getting on Skype conversations and accidentally turning on my camera with like myself naked just so you can see my tattoo. <laughs> yes. Everyone would be so pissed. It would be great. I mean, <laughs> I would, I would be that guy who accidentally sends you a picture. Oops. Sorry. I didn't mean to send you that, but while you got it, look at that tattoo though. Yeah, what you think? <laughs> yeah, like I'm the, I I would be that guy like cuz it's true like I we straightened my hair yesterday and I was like everyone's going to roast me cuz I'm going to look super emo. Let me post it in the group. I saw that and honestly your hair looked better than mine does when I straightened it. It was very it was very crisp and perfect. <laughs> it was. It was very nice. I uh I was like, all right, time to time to get into my tight pants and, and throw on uh, some purple flannel and rock this town. Yes. I was like, I'm going to... out of ten. I was like, I'm joining Taking Back Sunday, guys. So, all right. And the group we're talking about is uh, Kill the Cast um, podcast group. There are, we, I don't think we'll make a group for this because you should be in one or three groups if you're listening to this. You're either in the Horror Pack Movie group, which is a pretty fun group. Just make sure you follow the rules, which are don't spoil the movies until after the first of the next month. So, like, you can't actually post about the September movies, like, what they are until, like, October 1st. Um, Which the admins over there are really good about kind of keeping up with that. Um, You have the Kill the Cast podcast group, which is where I'm from. And then you also have the Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast, which is where Carly is from. Heck yeah. And it's good times. So, this episode's pro- 
probably a little bit shorter than most of the other ones will be because we'll have more back I'm a and failure. forth. Yeah, because of her yeah. failure. I wasn't going to say it. I was going to try to be nice. I um, know. I, I just feel, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, it's usually me disappointing uh, women, not women disappointing me. So I just wanted it was a to nice make change. Jerry look good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I straightened my hair. You don't have to make me look good. Oh, right, right. I got You're this like now. on top of the world this week, huh? Oh, yeah. Y'all are going to see me. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's Hatchet 3. I, I give this movie two thumbs up. I think it's one that you definitely should check out if you have not seen it. Do a marathon, knock out Hatchet 1, 2, and 3 over a day or a night or a weekend. You'll, you'll have a blast. They, they are three really good movies. Um, highly, highly recommend them. Carly, what's your recommendation on them? Um, I agree. You should, if you're going to watch one, you got to watch them all. I mean, I think they're all like under 90 minutes and they fly by and they're just really fun. So, you know, marathon them all together. Um, yeah, because it feels like it takes place in one night. Well, it does take place in one night. So if you watch them all together, you get the full experience and I give it on my scale. I do one to 10. So I give it an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, I'll, I usually do the one through five, but I'll jump into one through ten. Uh, one, one through ten, I will probably give it, I guess, a seven point five. Um, it's definitely above average, but I don't. It doesn't really do anything that's going to push me to say, like, this is a movie you watch every year, or it's a movie that like will stand out to me. Um. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely worth watching, so I'm I'm gonna have to put it at like a seven point five. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, with all that, we are going to get out of here. This was our first episode. It was a great time. There will be links in the description of wherever you're seeing this that will have links to me and Carly and all the stuff we're doing. Also, links to Horror Pack and all that good stuff. So, thank you for joining us. We will see you next time for October. Horror pack, which they've got to go big for October, right? Absolutely. I hope. I, I hope we get another Scream Factory release. I really like the Scream Factory release. I just hope it goes something like old school, like Pumpkinhead 2. Like, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, like, I don't, man, what could they put in there that would be really good that's dropped in price? They could do like the. I already have it, but they could do the Terror Vision uh, Video Dead double pack. Oh, you know what would be awesome? If they did Night of the Demons. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking yeah. amazing. Except for, I do, I, I just bought freaking Night of the Demons from Scream Factory, so I, no, don't do that. <laughs> I, I own it too, but it's one of those that I'm like... You'd still the, be excited to get I would it in still, a pack. Yeah, because I'm going to look at the packs. and Even if I have the movie, I'm going to go... If I didn't have the movie, how excited would I be? Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm going to look at it. So hopefully they give us something good. I, I don't... I hope we get another Screen Factory release. I want another Screen Factory release for sure. Um, or another Anchor Bay. Because Anchor Bay yeah. has a lot of good Blu-ray releases. Yeah, definitely. So that would be super good. So with that, we are going to get out of here. Thank you for joining us. We will see you at the end of October where we will record uh, the October Horror Pack. This was the September Horror Pack. Um, Since I got it and she didn't, I guess I'll give it a rating. 
How should we rate the horror pack pack? Out of ten or out of five? I think it. Um, I think out of five. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, because go it's go with the pack. Netflix scale. Uh, one hated it, two didn't like it, three liked it, three really liked it, and four fucking loved it. I am going to give this one. Um, I really liked it. I I like Species. I already have Hatchet Three, but that's but I mean now I'm gonna give it to Carly. So Hatchet Three was good. Um, and the exclusive was pretty good. The only one that was that looks mad to me is the the generic looking zombie night. So mm-hmm. I'm giving it four out of five. I really liked it. Awesome, awesome. So all right, guys. With that, we are out of here. Thank you for checking us out. Go check out Horror Pack. Get in on the action with us. Um, check out Netflix and Chill Horror Podcast. Um, Carly, do you want to tell them a little bit about that real quick? Uh, yes. Well, um, me and JP from 22 Shots of Moods and Horror started a Netflix and Chill podcast. And basically, we review movies, um, current movies from like 2017. Sometimes we do 2016s. And sometimes we'll do like TV shows. Like we did a Santa Clarita Diet because it was a new Netflix original show. So we reviewed that. Um Right now, we're kind of on a little break. Uh, I think our last episode was at the end of July, so we kind of took a little break because, I mean, I went on vacation, and then, like, a bunch of just stuff started happening in our lives, unfortunately, but we have been talking about bringing it bringing it back together. Um, I believe right now we're up to episode 11, so if you guys are interested in checking out the back catalog, feel free. Uh, we would really appreciate it, so, yep. Dope. I can't wait for y'all to come back, um, especially since I I don't think y'all have... Have y'all covered the Castlevania series yet that was on there? No. See, I want to no, hear, hear y'all's opinion on Castlevania, Death Note, and um, when Stranger Things 2 season drops. Stranger Things oh, yeah. season 2 drop. I want to hear what y'all got to say about that. Um, We're so far behind. Like, I want to watch so much. <laughs> we're, you know, maybe you should just replace JP for a while. You just yeah. have to replace them with someone who can record it and edit it. <laughs> True. I yeah. I can't just go on Skype and just talk just, to myself and then be like, well, I didn't record that. Later, guys. Um, <laughs> and I'm from Kill the Cast podcast. Uh, all three of these shows, uh, the one you're hearing, hers and mine, are on the Horophilia Network. Kill the Cast is me, Jay, and Kenneth as we talk horror movies. We talk... Um, everything from Horror Coliseum, where we pit two horror movies against each other, like Alien versus The Thing. Um, we also do shows like The Best Of, where we take a decade and we pick our favorite movies year by year through those decades. That's really fun. And then we also just do horror movies. We just did um, Puppet Master recently. Um, in October, we'll be doing a Adam Green made picture also. The first show coming out in October is Digging Up the Marrow. Nice. Yeah, I love that movie. It's my favorite Adam Green movie. Which apparently I'm the only person who says that, but still. I'm a fan of Spiral. Even though it's like more of a thriller movie, that's probably my favorite Adam Green movie. I think your cat's destroying things. It is. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It was sleeping the whole time, and now like it's awakened from its slumber. I keep calling him an it. I'm such a good parent. Okay. It hasn't it hasn't chosen its gender yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. The cat says it is time to go, then it is time to go. Thank you everyone for listening. We will see you in October.
peace.